The Fantasy Football Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $100 and win $100. Get a free bet from them at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. And welcome in to the Fantasy Football Podcast presented by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I am your host, Justin Bruni. Joining me as usual is the TD King, Mr. Andrew Robb. How are we doing, sir? Doing pretty good. Yeah, everything's uh, everything's going well. You know, everything's everything's go, going well for fantasy purposes, at least. You know, the uh, the old gambling gods were not kind to me today. Had massive letdown. Recoup. Come back next week. Come back tomorrow. We got Monday Night Football, man. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Screw the scaries. We'll get after it. <laughs> I missed uh, I missed uh, on a couple of back doors. That's all right. I. Uh, bet the bears to win live. I bet, uh, the Texans to win live. Cause you know, Deshaun Watson wasn't doing dinky do, you know, so some things didn't go my way, but some things did go my way. Uh, a mm-hmm. lot of injuries, a lot of quarterback injuries. Jimmy hurt me. Lamar hurt me. I had a matchup. I mean, I was, I'm, I'm like in like last place in, in this, uh, in this league. I had Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson. And I was like, I really don't care what happens. I'll start Deshaun. I'll start Deshaun over Lamar. You want to have more points than him. Magically. Um, and then my opponent had Jimmy. He's still gonna win. That's how bad my team was. But oh yeah, what are you gonna do? But we are here to break down week 13 and you know, see how we are gonna move forward on to week 14 and through the rest of the fantasy football season into the fantasy playoffs. So we've got a lot to break down here. We'll also, of course, be following along with the uh, Colts and the Cowboys game. Anything in particular that you need uh from this game? Anything big? Uh I'm to the wire with somebody and i have schultz and prescott here uh, i think i'm mm. currently up three he has brady to go so i would take a big performance from those two tonight would uh you know put me in a safe lead so that's right that's about that's about it i think i think everything else i got wrapped up yeah i need Dak to throw for like another five touchdowns so that's where i'm at with things <laughs> okay because my other quarterback was jimmy garoppolo you know and i now, I went out on a limb for Jimmy, you know, this uh, these past handful of weeks saying you should go out and buy him. Going to be a great late season acquisition, right? Someone that carry you into the playoffs based on the, the schedule. We'll see how we feel about some Brock Purdy here in a, here in a bit. Um, let's dive into the game. Do you want to start with the top of the card or bottom of the card? Oh, we did bottom last week, so let's go to the top. All right, going going up top. So we're looking at the Chargers and the Raiders. Raiders win 27 to 20. What were your big takeaways from this one? Uh, Derek Carr looking like a pretty reliable option going into the fantasy football playoffs. He's been pretty consistent the uh, past few weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think one of the biggest things is that Herbert, uh, you know, throws for a shit ton of yards, but man, he needs to he needs to add some touchdowns to the to the stats here. Um, you know, I mean, he had a, obviously a fine day, threw the ball 47 times for 335 yeah. and, and one. So it was a fine day, but, you know, the, they just need to they need to get in the end zone a little bit more here. Um, and and I obviously, you know, they had 20 points, but it just it, it's just frustrating as a, as a Herbert owner, as a guy that should be out here lighting, you know, lighting the Raiders up to, to get one touchdown. It was a little dis, you know disappointing. Obviously, you're not sitting them 
or anything of that you know nature but it's a, it was just a little bit of a disappointing day um same thing with with Eckler you know 10 mm-hmm. carries 35 yards no touchdowns five catches for 67 yards which was good you know that's that's a fine PPR day but again not not getting the touchdown. So hopefully they can correct that, you know, moving forward here. But um, the, the other massive thing that stood out is like Devontae Adams is just on this tear the last like five games. He has like 700 some yards and five touchdowns. Like he's just mm-hmm. lighting it up. And uh, I, I know the Raiders still stink, but they, I think they've won what their last four games. So I don't know. They're, they're making a little bit of a run here. I, I think that's, you know, a little too late for them in the season. Uh, but as far as fantasy is concerned, Devontae Adams is, is locked in as a top three uh, wide receiver. No, he's looking really good, obviously, with the injuries to Renfro and Waller. You know, they can really throttle him. Matt Collins adding in five catches for 35 yards. Not bad. You know, definitely wasn't, you know, the basement type of production, you know, coming off of that big week in week 12. You know, kind of kind of moderate here, but literally no one else doing anything in the receiving game. Foster Morrow, one for 32. Josh Jacobs, two catches, but they only went for six yards. Those were the only pass catchers for the char- uh, for the Raiders. Interesting, you know, on the other side, you have the Chargers who are really spreading the ball around. Are you concerned about, you know, the weapons here that are going to be available for us in week 14, 15, 16 with the potential return of Mike Williams? Like, is this just going to make the system uh, or the situation, I should say, more muddied? You know, are are we really going to be more concerned about starting Allen or Williams or Everett? Or are you really willing to fire all those guys up? And I guess I should throw Josh Palmer in that mix as well. Uh, I mean, it's going to muddy it a little bit. It's obviously really good for Herbert. You know, just another weapon mm-hmm. to you know to to play with, but yeah, I mean, it's gonna. I think Allen's probably the Allen and Eckler obviously are the safest ones. Palmer's gonna be the one that probably takes a little bit of a hit. I, I would mm-hmm. still potentially play Palmer because uh, he seems to be a you know pretty reliable target for Herbert. So I you know I probably wouldn't necessarily want to start him, but I think he has flex appeal. I think Everett as well will take a hit. Uh, so he he's you know back end tight end one for me mm-hmm. and, really disappointed uh, with Eckler's uh production uh, as far as like the underdog drafts went you were seeing Kelsey and Eckler go one two just about every draft uh they had some pretty down sucked. yeah pretty bad I I told I texted uh Andrew earlier in the week I'm like hey I got my first Kelsey lineup hey awesome I got a yeah we had a very sim- <laughs> yeah we had a very a similar one, one. Oh. <laughs> we did we did I think the only difference was uh I had ETN and Garrett Wilson, and you had DK Metcalf and Mixon. Uh, no Metcalf and uh, Kirk, Christian Kirk. Oh, okay, but your, your your running back was different than mine, though. Oh yeah, my running back was. Uh, I had Dalvin Ken Cook. Walker and somebody. Yeah, I had, and, yeah I, I had Ken Walker and Brian Robinson. Brian Robinson did some you know some solid stuff for us, but not so much ETN. That fumble to start did not help out, but we'll get to, we'll no. get to that game. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, no, no, no question about starting. Obviously, the studs out of these games here, but you know, there are going to be some question marks for Palmer going forward. I mean, it really is going to depend on Williams, you know, week, uh, you know, fourteen status. You know, if he's going to be available. Thought he was going to be available this week, uh, still sat out. So we'll see what we get there. Um, anything else to touch on in this game before we head over? Uh, no, just, just looking at their schedule next week. Uh, Raiders play the Rams and the mm-hmm. Chargers, I believe, are on a bye. Let me just conf- uh Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, Chargers play the Dolphins. Okay, so that's a, that's a good matchup. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they both have good matchups. You know, Raiders, Rams isn't, isn't you know, what it would have been if Aaron Donald and them were there. So, mm-hmm. yep. Who do, who do, uh, 
Who do the Raiders get? I'm sorry. Oh, the Raiders get the Rams. They they get the Rams. Yeah. Rams defense has been, you know, kind of low key decent. It's been okay. Yeah, but I mean, Seattle's I mean, they, they put they up they up they up twenty seven today, but they were able to make enough stops to you know stay within what four or five points. So. Yeah. Oh, we just had they a Tony Pollard up. touchdown. Oh, sweetness, sweetness. Let's go. I don't know why the Cowboys think that like losing to the Colts is okay. <laughs> All right. Next game up, we got the the Chiefs and the Bengals. Bengals coming away with another dub over the Chiefs. Isn't that like three out of the last three? Yeah, and uh, actually the exact same score that they beat them last time in the uh, AFC Championship, twenty seven twenty four. I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not trying to pick on the Chiefs or anything like that. I just really like Joe Burrow. He hit three total touchdowns this week. That was one of my picks for my rankings article. Felt pretty good about that. Isaiah Pacheco, I had for an eighty time touchdown in this game. Also felt pretty good about him getting uh, to pay dirt. Uh, Jerick McKinnon was also, you know, usable. Do you think he's going to be uh, an asset that we can trust in the weeks coming up with Melvin Gordon on the on the roster now? I think trust is the key word there. I, I don't think you can trust him per se. Okay. Uh, I think it's you know I think you need to expect to be disappointed and just be glad if he has a good game if you are going to play <laughs> him. Obviously, Pacheco is the one. I to, started him this week. <laughs> well, see, yeah, exactly. Well, then you were surprised and you're yeah. like, all right, I'll I'll take that. Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't want to trust him but I, I feel like he, he's an okay asset you know to start it's definitely a great asset to have on your bench for sure i mean if, if pacheco gets hurt mckinnon's gonna have a, a ton of a workload i mean i trust uh, pacheco more and i feel like the touches that we've seen from last yeah. week and this week yeah we, we should feel okay about him going forward uh, still no joe mixon i gotta expect he's gonna be back next week i mean he was practicing uh, in a limited fashion for most of the week on week 13. So I'm hoping that he's going to get back. Um, if you are a Samaj P Ryan owner, are you going to be fully ready to get off of him? Or are you going to, you know, maybe hang on in hopes that, you know, he gets like the random, you know, bit of production, even with mixing back, maybe they try to ease him in. Oh man. I mean, I, I feel like he has to go back on your bench. Um, I mean, once Mixon's in there, there's really no reason to not give Mixon the workload. It was only a concussion. It's not like he did anything to his ankle or knee or anything of that nature. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, as long as he's good to go, I mean, I feel like you just slot P. Ryan back on your bench and just stash him just in case this happens again to Mixon. Do you know who, who they have uh, next week, the Bengals? Uh, let's see here, yes. The Bengals have the Browns. Let's see what the Browns are doing fantasy point-wise to the running back position. They are top five. Does that sway you at all? Per points per game, they rank number five for, or actually fourth now. I I don't think it does. I mean, because honestly, what? How many touches do you think that he would honestly get if Mixon's back in there fully healthy? I mean, what eight, maybe ten? I mean, it's going to depend on the news that we get from Mixon from this week. But if Mixon isn't practicing in full until say like Friday. I would probably lean to keep him in my lineup. Just, I mean, if I'm desperate, right? Like, I, there's a good amount of buys next week. Like, I have um, yeah, Terry McLaurin NATO. going to. Yeah, I know it. it. No, you're not wrong, man. I have Terry McLaurin going to the bench next week. Do the Packers have a buy next week too? Uh, let's I don't know. See. I, I have one team that's just like in trouble. You know, just keeps getting injuries. Keeps uh, losing yes, the bodies. Packers. Packers have a buy next week. So yeah, do so that the means I have. Bears. Oh my god. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, because I. That same team has Jack Sanborn, Aaron Jones, Terry McLaurin, who has a bye next week. Like, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I'm not looking forward to to waivers in that league. Uh, you know, the, the plug and plays that I've, I'm having to do with all the injuries I'm dealing with is just getting absurd. But I did trade for Patrick. 
Patrick uh-huh. Mahomes. So that you know, it's got to help some at some point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, what else from this game? Trev or Tyler Boyd? What do we think about him uh, with Higgins I- uh, and Chase healthy? I I said this like multiple times before is Tyler Boyd has been much better with Chase in the damn lineup. It makes zero sense, but Mm -hmm. he's just better with Chase in the lineup. I feel like he's a, you know, very much in in play for a flex, especially in PPR. Uh, I I think it's because he moves into the slot when Higgins and and Chase are both on, you know, both on the field. So they Mm -hmm. obviously, you know, like to use him. Uh, He's a, he's a great wide receiver. He's probably one of the best wide receiver threes, you know, in the league, if not the best. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think he's definitely in, in play to, to play him. You know, I, now you need to temper expectations though, because I do think obviously he could go out there and catch maybe two balls for 30 yards, something of that nature, you know, that that's very much in the realm of possibilities, but He's getting the targets. He he looked good today. He dropped an easy touchdown. Way easy. I mean, it was in his hands. He was wide open. Just hit him in the face mask. It, it just, you know, Damn. was unfortunate. So he could have had a much better day as well. So, yeah, I, I think he's very much in play for a flex. Samaj so P. Ryan had six, six catches, too. I didn't see that. Oh, my goodness. They were just feeding that dude. They, yes. They must trust him quite a bit. I mean, that's I guess that's really my big concern going forward. Boyd uh, and the Bengals, like you said, they get the Browns next week. Browns are a top 10 matchup for uh, wide receivers in fantasy, allowing the 10th most fantasy points per game to wide receiver position. So I think all those guys should probably be, you know, fair for, or not all of them, but uh, Boyd, even if P. Ryan were to play alongside Mixon, they could be, you know, decent plays because the Browns are good options for receivers and for running backs. Um, anything from Kansas city other than, you know, what the hell with, uh, Kelsey and Juju. Yeah. I really don't know what, what to think of that. I mean, again, you, like, I don't, I'm not going to overreact those guys. No, 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 no. Just weird, weird game for them. They, they tried to really establish the run. Um, and that mm-hmm. worked for a little bit, but man, like they just couldn't get on the same page. Kelsey had a, you know, had a ball ripped away from him as well. So he could add a better day, but yeah, yeah just just weird, weird, weird game for them. It's it's like the the Bengals are their kryptonite, and they just need to, you know, they need to figure this out before the playoffs because they can't let this happen again. Yeah, it feels like it's just one of those weeks where you just have to weather the storm and fantasy. You know, you're just like if your team is going to win and it's going to compete, and you're going to go make a playoff run or win a championship, like you have to have you know a fully talented roster that can withstand these storms because it's it's going to happen at some point. That, the high players are going to, you know, meet their lows, uh, especially in this next matchup with the Dolphins and the 49ers. You know, we saw a guy in Jalen Waddle have one catch for nine yards. You know what I mean? Completely tilted Tyree kills away for nine for 146 and a touchdown. Trent Sherfield stealing one. That was a plug and play for me. <laughs> that, that, that was someone that I had dinged in there. He's been oddly consistent in, in fantasy these past handful of weeks. Um would he be an option for you in say like a fourteen uh, team or plus? I, I suppose league. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. Who are you saying? Sherfield. Yeah, Trent. Uh, oh man, I, I don't think so. I mean, he had one catch for 75 yards and, and a touchdown. I mean, so he had a huge play, but I don't think so. I mean, they, they're so concentrated on on Hill and Waddle. Obviously, that that wasn't the case today with Waddle, but that was an anomaly. I yeah, I, I mm-hmm. don't think I want to trust Trent Sherfield. He's had some great games this season so far, like for sure. But I mean, knowing when to play him is, is the problem, right? He's, he's definitely a better best ball guy than redraft guy for sure. Mm-hmm. He's got two touchdowns in his last three games. He had a, a lower game last week, but he had five targets. He has five targets and two out of his last three starts. I just feel like when they get into a tougher matchup, 
he has a little bit more upside and they're playing San Francisco uh, or no, I'm sorry. That was from, Oh no. He has, yeah. 13 points this week, 4.2 last week, 14.2 to start before that next week, they get the chargers. Do you yep. think that's a better matchup for him or for those other guys in Waddle and Hill? I mean, honestly, I just think Mike McDaniels is going to prove, a, you know, make it a point that he gets Hill and Waddle heavily involved next week. I mean, they just got embarrassed mm-hmm. by Purdy. I mean, it just, I, I think Mike McDaniels sure. is, is pretty pissed off. So I think that he's going to make it a point to really feed his his key players. So, I mean, I'm sure mm-hmm. Sherfield will be involved, but again, like, it'd be really hard to trust him. You know, I, I'd much rather start Boyd over Sherfield. What do you think about uh, Jeff Wilson uh, Jr. this week? What's going on with him? Uh, he, so I was kind of watching this game, you know, on and off because I had a few of the other games on. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, he, I don't know <laughs> fully. Like they just really didn't use him. I, I didn't think he got injured, but honestly, he he might have. I mean, because they really did not use him whatsoever. I mean, I saw Mostert in there, uh, you know, a, a decent amount of the time. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm really not sure what to say about Jeff Wilson. I, I don't want to over... You know, I don't want to think about it too much for next week. I think that he's still, you know, in play, barring any injury news that that might have come out. But I, I didn't mm-hmm. see anything. But I mean, not saying he didn't get injured. Well, he's got a good matchup next week up against the Chargers. I don't see any type of injury information, but I didn't, I didn't see, uh, I didn't see much of that game. Only just the the box score. Um, not very happy with what I'm getting here. One point two fantasy points. I'm sure that we'll get more information as the week goes on about uh, you know the splits between them, but I don't know if it was just because you know conditioning, game flow, whatever the narrative was there, you know trying to push the ball down the field because you're you know you're down points. The game was pretty close for the most part. Is you know one possession game until <sighs> second half. Yes, I know. Yeah, what, close to me. score touchdown. No, 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 no. Just the, the, the oh, Dolphins. Gotcha. I had them plus twelve, and they just. To to a fumbles the ball, they get a defensive touchdown. It, it yeah, mm-hmm. Jesus. so hard to watch. What do you think about the What do you think about the 49ers going forward with uh, Brock Purdy at the helm? I mean, he was pretty good today. Twenty five, you know, twenty five of thirty seven for two ten, two touchdowns and an interception. He looked viable. I mean, honestly, he looked mm-hmm. like a younger Jimmy G. Like he looked like he could just run the offense. So we'll. I, I mean, honestly, moving forward, they're probably still fine. They're probably not in any worse situation, um, you know, starting Purdy over Garoppolo. I mean, it just doesn't – it it didn't make any sense to me that he came right in and fit right into the scheme. And then I thought about it a little bit. I'm like, all right, Kyle Shanahan's a scheme guy. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. Purdy's, you know, been practicing with the team and all that. So, it didn't really surprise me after I thought about it that he came in and did so well. Moving forward, though, obviously, you know, teams are going to – really, I think, uh, hone in on blitzing him because obviously he is new quarterback, you know, isn't, hasn't had a lot of situational shit happen to him yet. So I think that they are going to try to blitz him. So we'll see what he's made of, but I honestly, I'm not really going to downgrade any of the Niners just because Purdy's in there, you know, um, as the quarterback. So, so you're still ready, ready and willing to fire up Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, I, I can't imagine Debo and McCaffrey would be off the list, but I mean, those ones I feel like are in most danger. Yeah. I mean, Kittle, I think if you're the Kittle owner, you are just starting him unless you have a better option. I mean, again, tight end wasteland is, you know, pick and choose after the first, you know, the, the, the top few guys. So I don't really mm-hmm. think you can sit Kittle unless obviously you 
somehow have some sort of better option than that. And but yeah, I'm I'm still starting Brandon Ayuk. I mean, he still went five for forty six today, so that's fine in PPR. What about Jordan Mason? Eight carries for fifty yards. Is that something to kick away? No, I do think he is the backup running back. Um, you know, we talked about it this morning um, on on the lounge, and uh, the mm-hmm. question was asked, "Who do we think was the guy to back up McCaffrey?" I said, "I think it was Jordan Mason." Uh, I said it wouldn't surprise me though if TDP gets a little bit of work towards the end of the year. You know, he's a guy that they mm-hmm. drafted and they really liked in the preseason, so it wouldn't surprise sure. me if TDP gets a little bit of work. But I do think Jordan Mason is probably the guy to own if you want to you know, either back up McCaffrey or if you're in desperate need of a running back and, and want to have somebody that's going to get some touches. So, I mean, as CMC's backup, I feel like he just has to be owned. Um, I picked him up in a couple of spots this week for free. Um, I don't know if I'm actually going to get him any lineups or anything like that. Do we know who they have next week? The 49ers? Let's see here. The Niners have uh, the Niners have the Buccaneers. So not a fantastic mm-hmm. matchup, but. Yeah, they they allow a lot of receptions to running backs, though. So we got to feel good about CMC in that one. But I don't know how good I'll be feeling about Brandon Ayuk or George Kittle in a game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, where, you know, would you agree that, you know, the the pace of the play is going to be a little bit slower? And, you know, their defense, I I would believe, up against a, you know, more novice quarterback in Purdy uh, isn't going to be a favorable matchup for the 49ers. Agreed. The problem is, though, remember next week by NATO. So, I mean, there's going to be a shit ton of people on by. You're That's probably true. you're probably not going to have a lot of options. So it's probably just going right. to be a roll with Ayuk and Kittle and just cross your fingers that they can perform well. Smoke them if you got them. If you got people, you can start. <laughs> Get them in your lineup. All right, let's move on to the next game. We got Seattle and the Rams here. Man, Seattle won, but at what cost? Kenneth Walker hurt. Uh, do you have any update on his injury? I, I don't. Um, I, I think. Uh, hold on. I'm pretty sure I saw that they said that they didn't think that it was going to be too serious. It's, it's, I know Pete Carroll after the game said he jammed his knee or ankle. Um, so I'm, hold on, let me see if I can grab a quick update and see if there's anything here on him. But I, I didn't see anything right out of the gate. Let's see here. Walker. Did any of your Kelsey lineups cash, by the way? Uh, yeah, I had two of them cash there. One, I think cash for like 12, the other one cash for eight. The one uh, I cash rate was pretty similar to yours. Yeah, I think so. Uh, here it says, uh, it says, uh, Walker appears more doubtful than questionable with his right ankle injury. Uh, Walker's considered questionable at best for next week a brutal blow for fantasy managers so it doesn't appear to be good but i don't know Pete carroll kind of downplayed it after the game a little bit so we'll we'll see what happens with that but i i would if you are the walker owner i would definitely try to make plans for either the backup running back there uh or DJ dallas yeah dj dallas or pivoting to somebody else they also gave seven carries to uh tony jones jr formerly of the oh, former saints. saints yeah yeah that's that's interesting. Not that would not be the piece I'm looking to pick up off the waiver wire, but DJ Dallas now seems like a pretty live option. They gave him 10 carries, only took him for 37 yards, though 3.7 yards per carry. No receptions, it looks like. Um, I mean, these receivers and Lockett and Metcalf are about as, you know, lock, stock, and barrel as you get. I mean, I can't really think of many receivers I'm gonna start over them. I mean, do I? I feel like these guys should be like in our top ten, like in our like weekly rankings. I don't think they're quite making it that high, but Lockett has just been like one of the safest plays in fantasy these past what five, six weeks. 
he has a touchdown in each game, each one of those games. Uh, yeah, I think it's yeah, I think it's five. Yeah, five in a row. It's crazy. Um, can't get off of those guys. I have to imagine, you know, if you're coming to like starter sit flex last position questions and those guys are included they're they're the answer like nine for 128 and a touchdown from Lockett, eight for 127 and a touchdown from metcalf my goodness noah fant scored a touchdown this week i don't know if i'm trusting him going forward uh, who, do, who do they have on the docket next week oh let's see seahawks play the panthers the panthers hmm. let's see what the panthers are allowing to the tight end position that's that's an interesting matchup let's see what we got here The Panthers are a pretty good matchup on their side of things for the tight end position, allowing the 10th fewest. So, yeah, wouldn't be leaning towards Noah Fant next week, but Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, I have to imagine their stock's even higher, you know, with a potential injury to Kenny Walker. So give me some DJ Dallas there. And I don't know if there's a living, breathing Ram that I want rostered. I just, I, I can't see myself starting any of these guys. Or maybe Cam Akers, you, are you ready to fire up some Cam Ugh. Akers in week 14? Hard huh? pass, hard pass, hard pass. He said, <coughs> Yeah, no. Who do they play? Oh, let's see. Rams play. Oh, yeah. The Rams play the Raiders. Rams play the Raiders. Yep. Maybe they're a decent matchup up against the run. Let's see here. The Raiders are. Where are they at on this list? We just had a Dak Prescott interception. No, no. So, yeah. Stefan Gilmore. Andrew, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not happy about it either, man. I, I, I need some points. Top uh, 10 play. Top 10 play the Raiders up against the running back position. I don't know. Cam Akers might be the only asset, you know, worth something next week for the Rams. One, oh. two, three, four, five, six, I'll leave that. Seven, I'll eight. leave that that landmine for my opponents. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, I I, I think there's some opportunity there. Again, you had mentioned by NATO next week. If you're needing somebody, you know, off the waiver wire, like I think Cam Akers is probably, you know, available in a lot of leagues. Uh, he's kind of, you know, all these running backs have been written off, really. So, you know, if you're desperate, I, I do think that that's, you know, a worthy option. Uh, let's pay a, a quick bill here from the sponsors, and then we'll come back and we'll answer uh, JC or I'm sorry, JJ's question from the chat. Do 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 do. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Win Rewards on WinBet. Looking to get involved in a same-game parlay? WinBet is your home with their WinBet Build Your Own Bet, letting you customize the bet you want to make. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today and receive a special offer. Bet 100, win 100. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms, and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. 
and we're back with underdog fantasy and if you haven't signed up already you can still get a 100 deposit match up to 100 when you use the promo code sgpn just go to underdogfantasy.com promo code sgpn for a 100 deposit match up to 100 underdog is a great is great for their weekly battle royale format as well as getting an early start with their uh, playoff best ball matchups underdogfantasy.com promo code sgpn how much uh, did you make back today on underdog oh i think it was one of my down weeks i think i only made like 24 or 26 bucks like return on investment so oh nice I, yeah I that's okay i feel pretty oh. i feel like not bad about it so <laughs> yeah i mean yeah oh, i did like i, I did three lineups and i i cashed for uh or no actually oh shit i lost more than that it was 15 i lost seven ouch Ouch, $7. Yeah, I usually do anywhere from like 9 to 15 a week. Damn, that's a lot. We've yeah. been over that though. Yeah. But that's why you but that's why you get 101 picks. Like I did another one like in the middle of the night the other night and I was like, "Oh, hey, look, I got the 101 again. I get to, I get to have Kelsey twice." It's like <laughs> I I never have him ever. I never get to draft Kelsey, and then the week I do, I get him twice and he does absolutely nothing. What it's a good that? thing you were on the lounge show today, man. It would've been real easy for you to pick somebody to beat Kelsey today. I know, I know. <laughs> I forgot to I forgot to phone in my pick. Shout out to Emer shout out to Emerson and Andrew last week. Andrew, you know, he, we we had a nice little prop bet. I took Mark Andrews over Kelsey, which you know, when you say it out loud, it doesn't sound crazy. You know, it doesn't sound like oh that guy's an idiot. You know, it's not, it's not like I said Evan Ingram was going to have more fantasy points than him. But you know, I lost fair and square. So Andrew, you know, he got a nice little donation sent over to Toys for Tots. And then, you know, I was a little lazy. I forgot to get, you know, with uh, with uh, Emerson on his pick. And I was like, hey, man, you know, send that link over. He sends me the damn Packers Foundation. I, I haven't cried that hard since I was a little girl. I was laughing so hard. I was like, you son of a bitch. Like, you, just, <laughs> you, you nailed it, but you got me. But damn, you know how to make it sting, buddy. All right. We got JJ in the chat asking about uh, Deshaun Watson and Amari Cooper. Cleveland and Houston are our next uh, conversation here. So. I mean, Andrew, you pretty much called this one, you know, well, weeks well in advance, you know, Deshaun Watson return was not going to be there. You know, I was assuming, you know, he would be do definitely better than this, uh, but I, I still had him as my QB 23 this week, you know, so not, not impressed. Felt like every follow through was sending the ball to the ground. I don't know where his accuracy is here. Uh, is this a combination or a stack that you're trusting going forward in Deshaun Watson and Amari Cooper? Well, their uh, next couple weeks are Browns at Bengals, mm. Ravens at Browns, uh, let's see, Saints at Browns, and then for the Fantasy Championship, Browns at Commanders. So I don't think that they have very great matchups. Uh, you know, there's a couple – the Bengals are going to put it on them, obviously, so I think that he mm. could have a potentially sneaky fantasy day due to having to throw the ball and probably run the ball a little bit against the Bengals. Um, I do think that it's a decent matchup against the Ravens. The Ravens have just been abysmal as of recent. Uh, the one against the Saints that, you know, that one's going to be a little tougher. The Saints, you know, have a pretty decent defense. They are at home for that one. So we'll see. But obviously, Marshawn Lattimore will probably be all over Amari Cooper. And then, um, you know, hey, the commander's defense has been very, very good. They're, they're, they are weaker against wide receivers, so I do expect Cooper to probably have a decent day there for them. So I, I would say it's probably split two and two, two, you know, two good matchups, two bad matchups for them. I I feel like if you've held on are you, this Are you long, trusting Amari Cooper in your in your uh, play in your starting spot next weekend in the playoffs? I mean, that's the biggest thing here. 
Because I don't think we can do it. I mean, unless we see Jacoby Brissett come back. Yeah, I mean, next week you're probably going to have to because, again, by NATO, you know, you're probably not going to have really a better option. He's probably just going to have to be slotted right. in there. After that, you know, you can assess and see what you want to do. But, I, I, again, it's it's the key word is trust, right? I don't think I can trust Amari Cooper. But depending on your situation, you might just have to play him and, and see what happens. But I, I do still think that out of all of them there, Amari Cooper is the safest fantasy option on this team behind Chubb. So I, I do think that it's okay to start him, but I, I don't trust Amari Cooper, nor do I trust Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I, I don't trust any of these guys. I would definitely be trying to get off of the Amari Cooper if I can. Donovan Peoples-Jones continues to put up you know pretty similar production. The three for 44 seems pretty on par with what he's been giving us all season. He did so have I a think kickoff return getting... two for a touchdown today. Oh, did he? Oh, that was him? Mm-hmm. Bastard. Bastard. Yeah, that that was what ignited the fire. The Browns that was what ignited the fire. Oh, yeah. The Browns had three defensive touchdowns today. It was awesome. Well, Kyle Allen, baby. Yeah. My best bet four weeks in a row. If nobody signed up for the SGPN uh, Best Bets newsletter, DM us. We'll get you on the distro list. I'm um, I'm on a 4-0 heater right now. Let's nice. Go. Can't, get up from, can't get up from the table, buddy. That's right. Stay down. Stay down. <laughs> Uh, Nico Collins, everyone was, uh, banging the drum for him this week as, you know, kind of a streaming play three for 35 and a touchdown. Are you comfortable starting him going forward? As long as cooks is out. Yeah. I think when cooks, if cook comes, you know, is back, um, and I'm not sure what's, you know, what's up with I mean, him and, and, and the injury. Even there. when he was there, he was getting the targets this week. He actually had less production and cooks wasn't there. I mean, he, he, he just found Pater this week. That was the, the, you know, the, the big bring home. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think he's a viable option. You know, Nico Collins was very heavily coveted before the season. You know, he was a guy that a lot of people were taking at the end of drafts, at the end of best ball drafts. Um, you know, so yeah, I, I think he's definitely a viable option. Again, you know, you need to realize the the risk that you are taking with Nico Collins is that the Texans suck and they could have a day where they score all but no points. So, you know, that it is what it is with Nico Collins, but yeah, I mean, he's definitely a viable option. He's, He's probably right there, right behind Tyler Boyd for me, like that that threshold of opportunities, you know, valuable opportunities mm-hmm. to target, stuff like that. So yeah, I, I do think he's a viable option. I wouldn't want to start him in my lineup if I don't have to, but I do think that if you have him on there and you're considering him or a couple other people, he definitely should be in consideration mm-hmm. for a flex or a, you know, a, I think he's a wide receiver three in my eyes. Okay. Damian Pierce, Damian Pierce came back around this week, 18 carries, 73 rushing yards, had three catch or I'm sorry. Yeah. Three catches for 22 receiving yards as well. He gets Dallas next week. Yeah. Not going to maintain up. this level of production or is he going to falter? I think he's going to falter a little bit. Again, the Cowboys are probably going to put it on the Texans. Um, mm-hmm. We've seen it, you know, a couple times over the past few weeks when the Texans get down real bad. They just haven't run Damian Pierce enough. And um, I think that they just don't want to get him injured. And once they're really out of a game, I I don't think that they want to keep him in there, um, Mm -hmm. you know, to risk that injury. So I I don't think that he's a very good option next week. Okay. Yeah, I I would have to agree. Uh, Dallas, not the same type of matchup as the Browns. We had just already gone over it. You know, they were a top team for streaming wide receivers, running backs. I don't think that they're going to have the the same friendliness up against Dallas. (laughs) That'll be a big game, you know, Dallas, Houston, et cetera, all those narratives, right? Yep. Um, Nico Collins would be really the only guy that I'd trust. I mean, even with Brandon Cooks back, I feel like he would be a viable option, uh, definitely in deeper leagues. Oh, Deshaun Watson. I mean, yeah, Nick Chubb for me, that's that's about it for the Browns, though. Uh, yeah. Kareem Hunt 
played a shit ton today, like a ton. And uh, he did have a couple of catches, which was nice to see. I felt like based off of what I saw from Watson, that Kareem would be a friendlier asset going forward just because, man, he, he can't throw the ball downfield. Yeah, but in in Houston, he didn't really throw the ball to to the running backs there. Like that was always one of the things is that they weren't going to catch mm-hmm. a lot of balls because he just he just didn't throw it to the running back. So it, it was very odd to me, at least, to, to see Hunt in there as much as I did. I thought this was just right. going to be a Chubb game. They were just going to run it down their throats and you know move on. But yeah, Kareem Hunt in there a lot, which is uh, that's good if you're a fantasy manager and you need a you know your your flex is whittling down due to injuries. I mean, Kareem Hunt's definitely a, a viable flex option for sure. Well, I still have to imagine that with you know Kevin Stefanski offense, we're going to target the running back. You know, we're we're going to get the ball into their hands. You know, they're they're the big play guys for this for this offense right now. At least Amari Cooper was when he had Jacoby Brissett. But so, do you think we'll get Jacoby Brissett back, or is it just like you know the Browns? They're five and seven. Doesn't really matter. We're just. Gonna I think they're going to play. Out. Yep, one hundred percent. I mean, I, I don't think no matter. Paycheck, I guess. Yeah, no matter what happens, I think they're just going to put Watson in there because, I mean, even if they are out of you know contention for the playoffs i think they're gonna keep them in there just so we can get some continuity with the offense you know mm-hmm. moving into the off season after missing so much time so yeah i i don't see them pulling him out Quiddy was that Quiddy pay just sack deck helps for the idp leagues doesn't help where i need deck to score five touchdowns all right next up we've got the ravens and the broncos this game was super ugly. Lamar Jackson got hurt. That definitely stung today. He didn't really get much on the on the running uh, game from either side. Mark Andrews, Demarcus Robinson, Devin Duvernay, they were pretty uh, you know, fantasy relevant, I guess, you know, a pretty low scoring game. You only got 19 points. You know, they were able to make day on some PPR action, you know, getting a you know, pretty close to a handful of catches for each of those guys. Uh, what are our concerns about Lamar Jackson going forward? I think you were saying that, you know. It could be days. It could be weeks. Doesn't really seem like they know much of anything. Yeah, you know that was the last update I saw. It just said days to weeks is what Harbaugh <laughs> um, had said. I'm like, all right, well, thank that's... you. Yeah, thanks for being so specific with us. So right. honestly, I don't know. Huntley looked okay. You know, I think if you're the Mark Andrews owner, I think you're okay with still obviously you're obviously you're starting him, but I think you can still feel okay about it because he's the pivotal mm-hmm. guy in, in that offense. Uh, Huntley, you know, when a new quarterbacks come in what do they do usually lean on the tight end i mean and you have a fantastic one in mark andrews so i still think he's going to be fine all the other pieces on the bron or the aura i'm sorry on the ravens i don't want to trust i'm not trusting demarcus robinson duvernay i know that they had you know a decent game today but i i just don't want to trust it so anybody outside of mark andrews and huntley and superflex i'm going to stay away from i think i i do think that devin duvernay could be a decent option next week. I don't who do they have on the schedule? And I say this because Huntley actually completed a lot of passes. He was 27 for 32. He just didn't really go anywhere with them. Uh, only 187 passing yards. It feels like the lower, you know, a dot guys are going to be, you know, maybe a viable option in these upcoming weeks. If he is the guy at the helm. Yeah. The Ravens have the Steelers next week. That's followed, a good matchup for receivers. Yeah. Followed by the Browns. So, Again, yeah. we had already mentioned them. So, I mean, this schedule is pretty friendly. Where are the, the Steelers at? They were, I think, yeah, they're now number one after this week for the most fantasy points allowed per game to the wide receiver position. So, I don't know if I want to, you know, say I'm do, comfortable. Do tr- with- yeah, do you trust Huntley, I think is the question, right? It's it's Huntley. What yeah. do we do with him? 
Well, like I said, like the his style of play, he he was completing a lot of passes and he, a majority of his passes, 27 for 32, like I said, he just didn't go anywhere with it. So he feels like a good game manager and he also has, you know, some rushing upside. There's going to be a lot of leagues this upcoming week that you're hunting for a quarterback now. We've seen a lot of injuries at the position. Uh, I had uh, one of my buddies the other week, uh, he literally lost everybody. He had like one quarterback left after Justin Fields. He's picking up Wolford, picking up Perkins, picking up Trevor Simeon. Like there's a lot of spots where, you know, guys are, you know, actually scathing for, you know, quarterbacks. So Huntley, I, I do feel like we'll have a safe floor going up against the Steelers. Even Marcus Mariota this week up against the Steelers. He wasn't amazing, but he had, you know, pretty decent production. I think in one of my leagues, he put up over 15 fantasy points, which, it's not booming production for a quarterback, but it's certainly better than a goose egg in you know one of your super flex spots. Looking at you, Jimmy. Looking at you, Jimmy. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I'd still probably start Jimmy Garoppolo over Russell Wilson at this point. <laughs> Russell Wilson's just a. Uh, he's, I mean, okay. he's a dead body in the bayou. Like, like seriously, like he's just in the marsh, stinking himself up. Uh, Greg Dolchich six for eighty five. Jerry Judy four for sixty five. Cortland who? Cortland who? Oh, yeah, I think he got hurt. Cortland Sutton got oh, hurt. Oh, did he? Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't want, want to pick on him for that. If that was the case, <laughs> I was telling you last week we were having this conversation about him. He's not someone that I wanted to be on. And and if he if it's the injury that that's not you know I'm not going to celebrate that because that doesn't really make me right. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he, he got, got hurt pretty early into the game. It was either late into the first or early into the second. I remember getting the sure. update on sleeper. Well, that's like, oh, like, that's. That's great. Uh, yeah, I feel, I feel for him in that situation. But he, again, just wasn't someone that I was on. I wanted to be off the Broncos. But now that you've mentioned that, now that you brought it to my attention, Greg Dolchich, Jerry Judy, who are we firing up next week? Anybody? Any takers? I think both of them. Uh, hold on. You know what? Who do they have both next of them. The Broncos have the Chiefs. So not a fantastic matchup per se, but I do think that obviously the Chiefs are probably going to be Blowing them out of the water. It's probably going to be opportunity for both of them to get catches uh, here. It said Cortland Sutton hamstring. Yeah, so he had a hamstring injury. Uh, he was just targeted that's one up. time before leaving in the first quarter. So yeah, so he. It was yeah, unfortunate that's for him. To celebrate then. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that's nothing I can celebrate. But Jerry Judy does get a, you know, top six matchup. You know, for fantasy, Chiefs allowing the sixth most fantasy points allowed per game to the wide receiver position. Could be yeah, a G- pretty decent day. Yeah, Latavius Murray might actually be an option for you because the Chiefs are like just sneaky bad against the running back. Man, look what P. Ryan just did to him today. Uh, way different offense, obviously. You know that this it can't even sniff mm. what the Bengals are able to do. But Latavius Murray might be an okay play for you if you're desperate. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I think Dolchich is 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 a fine play, and uh, Judy's you know because of by NATO, you probably just want to slot him in too if you have him, especially if Sutton's out. Chiefs are mid-tier to tight ends. They're more friendly to RBs and running backs per the points allowed per game. But uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about trusting Dolchich in week 14. Uh, Rookie tight end, the vibe just isn't there for me. I I feel like I can find somebody. um, Oh, maybe you can't. I don't know. (laughs) I thought Harrison Harrison Bryant was supposed to be that guy for me this week. He wasn't. (laughs) What am I saying? (laughs) Uh, I think we just had a Matt Ryan interception. We sure did. Take it nice. to the house. Please score more points, Dallas. Make no, more it, money. Yeah, yeah. Luckily they didn't take it to the house because I, I I need some uh some Dak and Schultz points here. I need some Dak and um some CD. Didn't CD's hate nuts. didn't hate that stack on the touchdown, that's for sure. 
Mm-hmm. Didn't hate that. All right. What do we got up next here? Philly Probably and Tennessee. Not really too much. Not not really too much to take away from this game, other than the fact that I completely uh, nailed AJ Brown's uh, stat line. Uh, I was off by about two catches against his old team, Revenge City, baby. Revenge juice, baby. You gotta love the revenge juice. I uh, had him for an anytime touchdown. That card got missed out on uh, George Kittle. That sucked. Should have just taken him for the for the two and Joe Burrow for the three, like I had mentioned. That's <laughs> so, so that sucked. Hate when I do that. I was like, oh, I feel really good about this pick. And then I just don't take it because I'm scared. <laughs> three touchdowns is a lot. Uh AJ Brown, that dude, Devonta Smith feasted early because they, you know, they still tried to, to slow down AJ Brown early in the game. He didn't really get cooking until about like, like the end of the first quarter, I think. Uh any of these other guys here interest you at all? Like Quiz Watkins had five catches today. Is that just the matchup? Or, or is that something? Uh, I mean, you yeah, Tennessee into? sucks against you know wide receivers. <laughs> so again, like yeah. Yeah, a fill-in due to buy NATO, sure. Outside of that, I don't really want to trust him because, I mean, we've seen him have one catch for 30 yards and, and you know, that be his day. I mean, he usually just gets deep targets. Could be his day so with the touchdown, though. He is it, he is the guy to open up the top. It could be. I, I just don't want to trust it like that. I mean, I, outside sure. of A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, you know, Miles Sanders, Jalen Hurts, like those are really the only guys I want to start. Quez Watkins is okay. Outside of that, nobody else. Can you give me the opponents for each of these teams for next week? Because I want to ask yes. about the running, uh, the run game for the uh, Titans too. Let's see. Next week, Eagles uh, play the Giants uh, in okay. New Jersey, and okay. the Titans play uh, the Jaguars. Uh, Titans at home. Okay, so I got to imagine Derrick Henry is actually going to be able to run the ball next week. He got, <laughs> yeah, he got game written out of this one. I'm definitely worried about Traylon Burks. Thank you for the touchdown, brother. Do appreciate oh. that. Um, but yeah, he, he just got, got crushed. On oh, that play. Yeah. He just got straight up crushed. What are, you, what are we uh, thinking? Concussion? Or is there any information there? I, I'm pretty sure concussion because they were the yeah. cameraman was sitting on him on the ground for a while and his eyes were closed like for a long time. So, I yeah, he was knocked that, out. <laughs> yeah. You've been, you ever been knocked out like that? Uh man, like that? No, I, I've had a concussion before, but never like knocked out like that. It was like a, it was like a quick thing. I came back to it, but right. no. So I've had, I've had the the KO where I've gone lights out, blinks, you know, no, no blinky blinky. Damn it! Oh, that was the then I part. then I get the uh, then I get the reprieve of like you know oxygen, and you wake up and you're just like. <gasps> <laughs> it's the worst feeling ever. And on that same situation, I received my first concussion. Oh, freshman yeah. in high school, playing high school hockey. Stay off the tracks, kid. Keep your head up. <laughs> no, I came, I came like right across the middle, like looking back like this, just like looking back at someone else on my team, re ready for the pass. Like looked up, boom, elevated. <laughs> Feet are off the ground. We're landing on our head. Oh, yeah. They woke me up with like the the smell shit. Oh, yeah, the decaf nose beers. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I feel like we're we're good to go for Derrick Henry for next week. We definitely don't need yep. to get off of him. Could potentially be, you know, a, a top 10 running back next week. So, you know, again, if you're going to win fantasy championships and make playoff runs, you're going to have to weather the storms with some of your best players. It was one of those weeks for Derrick Henry. There really shouldn't be any concern going forward. What I am concerned about is who's catching passes for the Titans if Burks isn't there. 
does this make Nick Westbrook a, a kind uh, a potential buy? Because he's had these moments where he's been able to fill in and provide some meaningful production. And I feel like he's a better option to go to if you're desperate, you know, than say Robert Woods, who hasn't done anything. You know, he, he's been playing a lot of snaps, not really doing a lot. I don't trust the tight ends in Hooper or a Conwo. So, you know, who's really left there? Yeah, that's the problem, right? Is who, who the hell is left there? Um, I mean, I guess Nick Westbrook Keen, but I mean, today he only had one one catch for four yards. So, I mean, I, mm-hmm. man, honestly, I would not want to trust any of these guys, any of them outside of Derrick Henry, including Ryan Tannehill. I just don't. Right. Just don't want to do it. I think nope. in some deeper situations, again, you mentioned the buys next week. If you're facing injuries like me, he might be someone that you can take a look at. Um, someone that's just going to have an L- more you know, more snaps, being on the field a lot more. Um, I'm not interested in CJ Board, Robert Woods. Like I said, those tight ends. Maybe Hilliard becomes you know a PPR type of play next week. Maybe in like DFS. I, I don't think I could actually get him in my you know my regular lineups. I, I wouldn't trust him in that aspect. But maybe in like a daily format, uh, he could have uh, some more run next week just because they're going to be hurting for for playmakers. Uh, next one up here, we got the Commandos and the Giants. What happened? Bud? Oh, God. What happened? Well, what happened? Um, you know, I dude, I, I dude never... shoot, showed up in Peaky Blinder uh, wardrobe. <laughs> hey, he yeah, had right. completely Peaky Kudos Peaky vibes this week. <laughs> I thought they were going to win by you know a couple of touchdowns. What the hell? Oh man, yeah, uh, definitely a you know divisional game. Uh, it, it was you know Commanders got up to a 10-0 early lead, then Giants came back, you know, knocked them in the mouth a little bit. And then commanders had to come back at the end of the game to, to force it to overtime. And uh, I mean, it was actually a really good game to watch. Um, it sucked that it ended in a tie. I hate when shit ends in a tie, but I guess for the playoff purposes, commanders, you know, it was better to take the tie than the loss for sure. But um, you know, the it's, it's really hard to say exactly what happened because they had opportunities to drive down and score to win the game they just couldn't do it. It was some bad play calling. It was Heineke refusing to run the damn ball for whatever mm-hmm. reason. So, you know, it kudos to the Giants for for stepping in there and um, you know, controlling the the second quarter of the game, the third quarter of the game. You know, they 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 really did well. So um, you know, I, I can't wait for this matchup in two weeks. Commanders going to buy next week and then come back and play the Giants at home. Uh Terry McLaurin did exactly what I said. You know, we were asked about him this morning on the lounge. How we felt, you know, how we felt about Terry McLaurin against the Giants today. I said Terry McLaurin pretty much owns the Giants almost every time he plays them. Eight for 105 and a touchdown. This is like almost the exact stat line he had two times ago when they played last year. Um, You know, he lit him up at home Mm -hmm. for almost this exact same stat line. So Terry McLaurin just always plays well, uh, you know, well against the Giants. And um, I don't see that stopping moving forward. What do you think about Curtis Samuel and Jayon Dotson this next matchup against the Giants after the bye? Are you going to be willing to start either of those guys in the fantasy playoffs? Uh, yes. I think both of them are viable flex position considerations in PPR. Um, I, I I'm trying to decide which one I'd rather start, and I honestly don't know because they both have a different skill set. I think that they want to use Dotson more around the goal line, you know, or you know, within the red zone 
And uh, Curtis Samuel seems to be more between the 20s kind of guy. So I, I can't really decide who I want to start yet. You know, I, I don't want to give an answer to that, you know, to, to do do justice to either one of them. But it was nice mm-hmm. to see Dotson finally get back involved in the game plan. And he had a fantastic move to score that touchdown to tie the game up. I mean, he was about to get crushed, had a nice spin move ran to the end zone for a nice score. So Dotson, once again, showed us why he's a first-round pick. I think Dotson is the better overall player uh, over Curtis Samuel, but Curtis Samuel serves a purpose in this in this offense, and and they like to give him some of those you know gimmicky plays, those gadget runs. So I, I'm not sure who I'd rather start over the two, um, but, I mean, Terry McLaurin's locked in. I mean, he, he's just balling out right now with Taylor Heineke, and, and I don't see that stopping. Um, again, you know, we were like, man, what the hell to do with the running back situation, right? Well, I think the coaching staff has finally turned it over to Brian Robinson. I mean, 21 carries today for 96 mm-hmm. yards, and then he had a couple catches as well. So he's serving some of the Antonio Gibson role in the in the catching. You know, they both had two catches today. So I think that they finally like Brian Robinson more. Um, Antonio Gibson was fine, but I think he's more of the change of pace back now. And Robinson's just going to have you know, 70 to 75% of the work. The only thing I'll say about Gibson is that he was coming into this game on a limited practicing basis. So I don't think that he was a hundred percent. Curtis Samuel had nine total touches. Gibson had nine as well. I feel like Samuel won't have those carries after the buy. I think they'll probably wind up going back to Gibson. And because both of these teams will, you know, be taking a buy this next week, the giants have a buy too, right? Uh, no, I think the giants play. Uh, the yeah, Giants oh, who do the they Eagles. play then? The Eagles. Oh, the Giants play the Eagles. Okay, I think you did mention that actually. Yeah, so I feel I don't know, and then that game in particular, I feel like Gibson actually could be just as valuable as Robinson because he could potentially have more catches. Like Robinson feels like the downhill runner, and Gibson still feels like the guy that they'll you know mix into you know the passing game as well. Um, now Robinson did have just as many catches; he had, did have two as well. But eh, man. So 23 total touches for him. I mean, I, I loved Robinson this week. He was in one of my underdog lineups. He was someone that I was pretty high on. I just feel like it's not a situation where I can trust that one week is going to lead to the same production the very next week. And, and with the Gibson, you know, potentially having another week to get healthier, I feel like, you know, the the at least the volume of touches could even out at some point. Um, so I trust Robinson. I just don't have, you know, it's not full throttle. Uh, what do we think about Slayton against the Eagles? Eagles are a pretty good matchup for uh, def- or defensively a good matchup for receivers that they've been um, playing pretty well against them. Let me get their per game rank up here. Yeah, I mean, I think he's a pretty good play. I mean, he's obviously the best wide receiver they got on the field out there. Uh, mm-hmm. He knows how to make plays, even though uh, you know he did have a big push off that they didn't call for an offensive pass interference today, but that's not here or there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he, uh, I mean, he's definitely their, their best option at wide receiver. So yeah, I feel like he's, you know, definitely a, a good play next week. And again, by NATO, I mean, he's probably going to be fitting in right towards the back end of my wide receiver twos, you know, um, where I'm going to have him slotted in for next week. So yeah, I, I think he's definitely a good play. Feel like he could be a decent flex option. The Eagles are still uh, top ten for fewest fantasy points allowed per game to the position, and I just feel like the Eagles are a better team. I feel like they could be, you know, could be a similar week to this week, like you know, like a thirty-five ten, a twenty-eight ten type of game where I feel like the Eagles could go up. Um, Giants have a pretty good run defense, but look at what the Eagles did today up against you know one of the better run defenses in the league in the Titans. So. Yep. We'll see what we get there, but I, I feel like, a, like you had mentioned, with the with the buys, potential injuries, 
could be a uh, you know like I said decent flex play. Mm-hmm. Richie James not trusting. Nope. Obviously Saquon, you're firing him up. I don't really think there's any other pieces. We're not firing up Dan Jones. I mean, he is running the shit out of the ball. I mean, what he ran, ran for like what seventy no, something. Yeah, yeah, that was early in the game. Um, it's kind of wishy washy. I mean, it was definitely a fumble, but it mm. uh, it was barely a fumble. So, you know, take that for what it's worth. Yeah, just the one touchdown though. It just doesn't feel like a you know a guy that's going to boom for me. I would rather start you know Taylor Heineke. I mean, obviously he's got a buy next week, but you know if you're coming in and it's Heineke or Jones, I'm still going to start Heineke. He's going to you know he's going to try to move the ball downfield you know more north and you south said next week. Well, no, next week they're on a bye. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm just saying, like, uh, in when they do play each other again, if you had Heineke or Jones to start, I would start Heineke over him. They're going to be playing each other again the next time Heineke starts. Yep. All right, next up we have the Jets and the Vikings. Uh, Mike White, a little bit disappointing, but, you know, came back down to earth, and I feel like this is what you get out of just, you know, big slinging around quarterbacks. Had two interceptions, but did have one rushing touchdown, so he was able to have, you know, some decent production here. But man, look at the passing volume, 31 for 57. I feel like we have to be buying these options for the Jets in the fantasy playoffs. And in week 14, we saw Ty Johnson get six catches. Corey Davis had five catches. Garrett Wilson, uh, you know, right on time as expected, eight for 162. Um, Zonovan Knight had five catches. It seems like him and Johnson are the preferred running backs right now to own there. If Michael Carter's still going to be out. Um, James Robinson, what? (laughs) Four for 10? I mean, geez. At least he got to play, I guess. I mean, I don't know what's going on with that guy. Um, definitely a huge sell candidate for for Dynasty until he gets on a live roster. Um, any big takeaways from uh, from the Jets here? No, I mean, you already hit on it. Garrett Wilson, just absolute beast out there today. Um, I mean, he's just he's just been doing that week in and week out now. So, I mean, he's easily an automatic start. Um, but, yeah, I mean, outside of that, don't really want to start too many of these other guys. And, uh yeah. Mike, you know, motherfucking white over here, uh, 369 <laughs> yards, man. Like just, just an insane day to not have a passing touchdown. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know it. And you'd like to see, you know, even the running backs, you know, like even, you know, even Robinson, like, you know, to just get that usage inside the red zone. Yeah. You know, just they to, trade for know, him and then just don't use it. Like what the, f- I don't get it. It just makes no sense. I don't get it. Zonovan 15 for 90. Do you think he's a safe start next week? Uh, let's see the jets play. I think they play the bills. Yeah, they play the bills. I probably would not want to do that. Uh, and, uh, on the other side of this, the Vikings play the lions. So that should be a fantasy banana land. The Vikings play the who, excuse me, the lions. Oh goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Bonanza. That'll be a circus. Uh, let's see. So you're pretty much firing up everybody for the Vikings. I mean, so Adam Thielen next week, are you going to fire him up against the no, Lions? Fuck Adam Thielen. No, I'm just going to. Okay, so not Adam Adam Thielen, apparently. <laughs> I just don't like Adam Thielen. I just, he just is so vanilla to me. I just, I just don't like playing him. I don't have him on any team. So like, he's like a guy I never even think about because I just don't like him. But I mean, again, two for 27. I mean, how many times do people need to see that he just isn't as heavily involved as he used to be, right? They're like, he's just on the downslope. He's on the wrong side of 30. I don't want to start him. Justin Jefferson is so much better. I don't even know why they throw the ball towards Adam Thielen. I mean, if anything, I'd rather put, if I was the Vikings, I'd rather put KJ Osborne in there because he's more explosive. But with the addition of TJ Hawkinson, I think it's really hurt the additional wide receivers outside of Jefferson. So Jefferson, Hawkinson, mm-hmm. you know, and Cook and Cousins are the only guys I really want to play. All right. And with all of that, I would also want to add, I think Adam Thielen's going to score a touchdown <laughs> next week. 
I think it's a decent play uh, just going up against Detroit. I mean, I, I know they only allowed 14 points this week, but you know, they, they kind of laid the trap for, uh, for the Jaguars with the turnovers. Um, ETN wasn't efficient. He should have had a better day. felt like he was still reeling off the injury. Jamal Williams, another first, uh, or the first touchdown scored prop hit. That was awesome today. Uh, they just get in the red zone and they just feed him the rock. DeAndre Swift got a touchdown. That was that was always nice to see. Uh, are you going to be starting DeAndre Swift going forward? Man, oh god, he's so hard to trust. But yeah, I think you kind of have to, right? Like it just, yeah, I think I think you do. Um, also, before we move off the Vikings, uh, just want to give everyone free money advice for next week. TJ Hawkinson plays his former team. He's going to score a touchdown. Bet on him anytime touchdown. Free money. You're welcome. Get the odds now. Get the yes. odds now. That's that's so funny. They would trade him even knowing he's about to just come like right back on the schedule. Like it's yeah. like he's you didn't look. They're going to get him a touchdown at some point in this game. So bet on it as soon as it comes out before the odds start to go down slowly. I I'll be surprised if if he's plus money. You might just look at it now. See what we can find. Oh, it's not going to be there. Situation. My God, they, they won't bring that out until like Wednesday or Thursday. So we got to trust Jared Goff then next week, right? Yes. I mean, if we were trusting Mike White this week up against Minnesota, then. Yep. I mean, if we trust. I don't know why we wouldn't. We trusted Mac Jones two weeks ago on Thanksgiving. I mean, look what he did. Mac Jones sucks, and he did still he, had a pretty good game. Did I say that? Did I say that I trust Mac Jones? No. I mean, we as a oh. fantasy community, I saw a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, Mac Jones should have a good week this week because the Vikings suck. So, you wow. know. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. That I makes thought... no, no, no. It makes sense. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a play to stream the the quarterback position for certain. I just, I definitely never said Mac Jones is good at any point <laughs> of the season. So. Okay. Well. Uh, but yeah, Jared Goff, thirty-one for forty-one, three hundred and forty passing yards, two passing touchdowns. Are they at home next week too? Uh, let's see. Yes, they are in Detroit. Good situation. Yeah. Yeah, give me more Jamal Williams. Give me Swift. Give me Goff. Uh, definitely, of course, Amon Ra. Sun what about God. DJ Shark? What about DJ Shark coming back? Five for ninety-eight, baby. Oh, do 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 do. Uh, yeah, I think he's a. I think he's a fine play. That's probably With Hawkinson gone now, right? Like, I mean, it's got to the production's got to flow somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I think he's a fine play. I mean, Amon Ra Brown just soaks up all these targets. I mean, he's just he's such a target hog in this offense. I mean, I, I don't know if there's been weeks that he's been below like 23 to 25% of the target share. I mean, he just soaks them all up because he's clear, you know, clearly the best wide receiver there. And, but yeah, I think, I think DJ Chark would probably be the other wide receiver that, I, that you could semi trust in this offense here, especially next week. And oh, what man. about the Jaguars? Like we had a, a dip this week for Zay Jones, for Marvin Jones, who scored a touchdown last week. I mean, Ingram found Pater, but it's a pretty good matchup for tight ends. Five for 30 and a touchdown. Christian mm -hmm. Kirk just kind of you know doing everything himself per usual. Anyone other than Kirk and Lawrence and ETN that you might um, feel comfortable about in the upcoming weeks? I'm still okay with Evan Ingram. Um, you know, he's he gets a decent amount of red zone looks, actually. Um, he's he's almost mm -hmm. scored in a bunch of different games this year. I can remember because I, I bet on him to score anytime touchdowns for, for whatever reason. But yeah, I mean, he, he's scored a lot of almost touchdowns. Um, so yeah, mm -hmm. I think, I think he's still in play as well. Um, outside of that though, no. Who did the Jaguars have next week? Sorry. The Jags play, uh, the Jags play at Tennessee. Oh man. Another good trust ETN there. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. He gets the work. I mean, he does, but like Nato, what are you gonna do? I know, I know, <laughs> I mean, it's I just, know. It's just not. 
I was off Miles Sanders again this week. I, you know, it went Samaj P. Ryan, Miles Sanders. They both scored touchdowns, so that's a new thing. <laughs> Titans, Titans allowing touchdowns to to running backs. But another week in a row, is it going to happen? They've I been so. so good up against the position. Yeah, I think so. Just, man. just as what it is, man. Again, weathering the storms. That's going to be t- that. I feel Trevor like that's going to be tough. Got really lucky today. Um, they folded his leg in half and then pretzeled it and he he went back to the locker room immediately um it looked very bad and then yeah next thing you know he came running out of the tunnel so i'm assuming he went back got that shot and they're gonna reevaluate over the week but Mm. yeah it was it was bad if you have a chance go go take a look at that hit his leg um looked like you folded a banana in half it was pretty Mm. bad cortisone Yeah. (laughs) yeah yeah that was his friend for sure Oh, absolutely. Whatever cocktail they gave him, quarterzone or not. Yeah. There's that that's the only way that's happening. Uh da, 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 da. yeah, nothing else I have from that game. You? Nope. All right. Next up we got the Packers and the Bears. Bears had oh, this Bears. game in hand, and then they were the Bears and didn't have the game in hand anymore. I grabbed Christian Watson as my last pick in my um in one of my underdog battle royals. That was awesome. Uh Aaron Jones getting hurt, not so awesome. He came back Justin, in. Yeah, but it's, it's not for 26. They didn't really do much. I mean, yeah, you're right. He had five catches, which was great. But again, he didn't go anywhere with him. So that saved his fantasy day. But it's still concerning going forward because he's just been dealing with injuries on and off, specifically in the last three weeks. Yep. So hopefully he sits out of uh, Wednesday and Thursday practice, I'm hoping. Because, uh, man, that dude needs a rest for sure. Alan Lazard came back around five for 67. Christian Watson still doing Christian Watson things, scoring multiple touchdowns, one for 46 on the ground and a touchdown, three for 48 in the air and a touchdown. Uh, I mean, he seems lock, stock, and barrel. We got to keep him in our lineups. Uh, Lazard, do you have the same feelings? Yeah, I do. Um, I I think, and I might have a little bit of blinders on for Lazard because I was so hot and heavy for him before the season. Um, But yeah, I mean, I, I think... Him and Christian Watson, you know, Christian Watson complement each other very well. You know, Lazard isn't as quick as Watson, but I think he's a little bit more reliable, you know, for um, Aaron Rodgers. So, yeah, I I don't I don't think that you want to pull Lazard out of your lineup. Um, There's there's weeks that, you know, he has the potential of scoring multiple touchdowns. I mean, he he he's one of those guys where when I put him in my lineup, I'm like, all right this could be one of those days he only gets 30 yards or he could potentially get two touchdowns. Like I thought today he could have a really, really, really good game. The targets were there, the yards, you know, decent, but just never really had the opportunity to score the touchdown. So yeah, I, I don't think that, uh, that Lazard should be on anybody's uh, bench next week. And what do we think about, uh, the bears receivers? No Darnell Mooney, no Khalil Herbert anymore. We saw Cole Komet have a decent day. Chase Claypool had five catches. I think that might be his highest. And kill Harry baby. Let's go. Oh, what did you get him with some best ball or something? Yeah, I took him. Yeah, <laughs> Emerson made fun of me because I, uh, towards the end of the year after he got traded there, when I would take fields, I would take Harry just on the off chance, you know, that he was really good with them. And Emerson just made fun of me. So when I saw that he caught one for 49, and I'm like, yeah, baby, let's go. Well, that's all right. Uh, Emerson had, uh, did Ashton Doolin score a touchdown already? Uh, I don't think I so. I know he scored one last week, didn't he? I know that that's his, that was his, uh, late target late adp guy mm-hmm. um so if you've got five minutes yeah he scored one today one for 14 and a touchdown today <laughs> interesting ashton doolin doolin um yeah. yeah man i don't really want to play any of these wide receivers um i think cole commits you know sneaky though as long as fields is in there 
Uh, he seems to find Komet pretty often. So I, mm-hmm. I think Komet's definitely a viable option for tight end. But wide receiver, man, I don't think you can trust any of these guys. You're not going to feel good about it. Now, next week, you know, if you gun to my head, if I had to pick one, I'd probably take Claypool just because of the dominance. You know, the, he's just a massive dude. So mm-hmm. I think he could potentially have a good one. But, and, you know, Equinemius St. Brown, I don't really want to start him, even though he had no. 85 yards today. Like, that's just, it's fluky. So, no, I feel so bad for Darnell Mooney, man. I like Darnell Mooney so much. And uh, it's I feel bad for Fields. <laughs> well, yes, yes, that is well. Running for his life. I mean, honestly, if this <laughs> offense had like two top players at their position, like two, like you know, whatever, say a wide if receiver. They had almost a wide any of the two. the wide receivers that were taken in the first round this year. They'd be let's not talk awesome. about. Let's not let's not talk about that. <laughs> let's mean, not talk about that. Okay. <sighs> Kyler Gordon. That's the that's our guy. That's our guy. <laughs> Jaquan Brisker pick was solid. Like I'm not. Oh gonna, yeah! Shout out Penn I'm State, not, baby. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not backing down from that. The Brisker oh, pick was great. Brisker's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but my goodness, yeah. Like I, I just don't understand it. Like, no, nah, we don't. We don't want George Pickens. No thanks. No yeah. Thanks. But, Alec, Alec, Alec Pierce. Yeah, he's pretty good. No, not for us. <laughs> Whatever. Damn Bears. All right. Next up, we've got uh, Pittsburgh and Atlanta. Kind of that slow, grounded out game that we thought it was going to be. Mariota, I mentioned it before, not a great day, but not really a bad day. Like I, I still feel like he provides you a pretty safe floor with now the late season volatility we're seeing at the quarterback position via injury, you know, position swaps. You know, Jacoby Brissett would have been better than both of these guys most weeks. Now <laughs> you lose him to, you know, um, Deshaun Watson coming back. So I feel like Marcus Mariota is still, you know, a relatively safe play going forward. Do you get the same vibes out of Kenny Pickett, who's now had, you know, a couple of decent games here? Yeah, he's stringing it together. Um, again, it's not a guy. I, I, he's kind of like Heineke to me, right? They're both like always sub 200 yards, all, all but a touchdown, maybe two mm-hmm. here and there. Like he kind of feels like that to me. I don't want to start him, but I think you can. I think he's he's an okay start. Uh, next week, Schittsburg plays the Ravens, as we said. So, uh, yeah, I think, sorry. That's what we always, I live in Pennsylvania. So they, they always, I live on the side of like towards Philly. So, you know, everyone always calls him Schittsburg and sorry, it just came out. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think that he's a fine play next week. You know, um, Pickens is going to probably be a, a very good play next week as well. Since the Ravens mm-hmm. secondary just seems to be running around out there with their fucking eyes closed. I, I, uh, they agitate me. It's just so bad watching them sometimes. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think I think that they're a fine play next week. You know, Pickett's Pickett's okay. He's holding his own, and Mike Tomlin gets the you know the most out of his players. So yeah, I think it's fine. So now we move from Pickett down to Najee and the receivers. Najee seventeen for eighty six. I think he had at least one catch. Yeah, he also yeah, had one catch did. for yep. yeah one catch for six yards. So eighteen total touches in a week where people were expecting he was going to be heading to the IR. <laughs> Pretty solid stuff. Um, feel like he should be a reliable start going forward. Had a great amount of volume this week. Past few weeks have been very, very similar. If anything, this was just a slight dip, just a slight dip. Uh, I feel okay starting him going forward. Fryermuth, Deontay Johnson, Pickens. I don't know if they speak as, as loudly as far as the reliability goes. Fryermuth, I like, you know, especially with how rough the tight end position is. But do we trust Deontay Johnson and George Pickens? Uh, yeah, I, I do. Especially next week, you know, it's a divisional game. It's going to be a hard-fought game. Everyone's going to want to, 
you know, prove that they are better than the Ravens. Um, you know, I, I don't know if that's the actual case or not, but yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think that that they can all be trusted next week in your lineup. It was a very down day for Pickens, but I, I don't expect that next week. I mean, I really don't. Um, Friar Moon, though, man, that gets a much bigger weeks, uh, weeks prior for sure. Yeah. Uh, Friar Moon, though, man, that that dude is just he's a man, he is a dog. All right. I know he only had three, three catches, but 76 yards. And like some of the, when he catches the ball, man, and, and you go to tackle him, he's just, he's tough to, t- to bring down. So yeah, that's somebody I definitely want on my team. I like players that play with heart. That's why I hated Michael Thomas. That dude don't play with nothing. Soft ass. Disciplined athlete with grit. Dog. Get him, Pat <laughs> Fryer Muth, you freaking man. Yeah. Shout out, Pat, Pat Fryer Muth. He's not a woman. He's a man. I mean, yeah, I feel like he's he's a reliable start at, at the position for sure. Just the way, again, how rough tight end is going. He seems like someone who's safe in an unsafe space. Deontay Johnson, it's boomer bust. Five for 60, it's not great. Kind of that mid, mid-tier production, I'd say. Survivable, but not a guy that's going to give you that booming production that's going to you know shoot you up to a top score in you know the most upcoming weeks, you know, 14, 15, 16, et cetera, right? So... Low trust, low trust levels for me. He would be the guy that I would be off of. Between him and Pickens, even with his production this week, I would probably start Pickens over him. Uh oh boy. Yeah, probably. Actually, you know what? I yeah, I probably would actually. They're they're probably gonna be very close in my rankings, I would imagine. But yeah, mm-hmm. I I would probably just feel better about Pickens. <laughs> And again, with the uh, injury to Kyle Pitts, just seeing more opportunity for Drake London. He was the guy today, six for 95. Do we expect that to roll over into next week, into week 14? Well, the Falcons play the uh, the Falcons play the bye. So, no. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. Well, what do we got? Yeah. What do we got? Week 15? Uh, week 15, the Falcons play the Saints. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't want to trust him there. Number 10. Fantasy points per game allowed to the wide receiver position. Not too bad. Not too bad. But who else are they going to throw to? Nobody. So <laughs> probably going to be a lot of coverage on Drake London. I mean, Olamide Zacchaeus. Yeah, that, that didn't work out. Great matchup up against the Steelers. Great matchup for wide receivers. Well, Marcus Mariota's throwing the ball. Sorry, y'all. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, Cordell Patterson, 11 for 60. Tyler Algier, 10 for 52. Any um, any preference for those guys for uh, week 15 since they're not playing next week? Uh, I mean, again, probably Patterson. He's just the better running back. They, you know, he's he's there for a reason. They they want to give mm-hmm. him the ball. Um, I know the the split, you know, was almost 50 50. So I, okay. I think that they are both, you know, viable options, but I, you know, I'd rather play Patterson over Algier or Algier, whoever, you know, I, I, is it Algier or Algier? Do we know? I say, I say Algier, but yeah, so know. do I, but I hear other people. I don't really Allgaier. think it matters anymore. I was um, on the last show. I was talking about how I worked so hard to learn Albert Okwebunam so that I never had to say his name ever <laughs> other than the off season. Like I was like, Oh man, this guy's going to be a big deal this year. It's taking them late in all my underdog drafts. <laughs> those, <laughs> those are the ones that aren't winning. That's for sure. I think I spent like 198 and I'm making back like a little bit over 100 or so. So, oh boy, I don't even want to tell you how much I spent in best ball this year. Oh boy, are you making it back? 
Uh, I mean, not currently, but that's because I've I have a lot of teams that are advancing. I, my advance rate's actually pretty good, you know, throughout. I have 198 entries. Is that the is that the golden ticket thing? Yeah. So like so. I, I I in my mind, it's okay that I'm not making the, my money back yet because you, then you move into the big the big time, right? And then if you finish well there, then you can obviously make money. But yeah, I have, I have 198 contests in. I'm I, I forget what the exact number is, but it's over two grand worth of uh worth Damn. of entries. So damn. Shit. Here, I'll so tell you, I have, uh, I have yeah, go ahead. I have seven of those entries and two of them have tickets. For the best ball mania? Yeah. Oh my god, I have 72 of those entries and 19 have tickets right now. That's pretty that's pretty pretty close. Yeah. Two for well, seven. Two, two for seven. seven. <laughs> pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty close. Yeah. I, I actually have... we're on we're on par. <laughs> uh between all the all the different shit i did i have 2807 invested uh, currently Damn. winning back 989 but again remember like a lot of these you're you're not really cashing because you're you're advancing right. so yeah um trying to look at like some key guys that i either lost or had do you have jamal williams on a lot of these um my exposure in the best ball mania to jamal williams is I only have five percent uh, okay. drafted with Jamal Williams, so I, I do know because I like every every week after the games are over, I'll go through all the ones I have tickets mm-hmm. on, just look at them. So I know, like, I believe there's at least three or four of these that have Jamal Williams in it. Yeah, well, I think like one of my best ones has like Eckler and Jamal Williams paired together. The other one, I, oh shit, I think they both do. Damn, damn. Fifteen. <laughs> what is this one? No, this one is Eckler. Josh Jacobs seems a little bit better, at least from a yardage standpoint versus the touchdowns. But yeah, I lost a little bit of uh, lost a little bit of uh, momentum with my team that's in the top five hundred. I dropped back uh, what I, w- I was two thirty something, then went up to fifty something, fifty third, I think, two mm-hmm. weeks ago. Last week, I dropped back down to like four hundred, and then this week had a pretty nice showing with this team again. It has one thousand seven hundred sixty four points. So it'll be somewhere in the middle, probably in the top 300 somewhere. So, but I'm, I'm unfortunately, I'm pretty much out of, you know, getting the most points in the regular season to win that million bucks. So there was, there was hope there, but it slowly diminished away, unfortunately. Well, I don't have anything like that going on, at least as far as I don't, at least as far as I don't know. But what's your, uh, what's your highest scoring best one mania? Uh, my highest 1583. Is that right? Okay. Yep. Yeah. 1583. Yeah, if you're not if you're not in like the seventeen fifties or more, you're probably not in the top five hundred. That's probably I think what the threshold will probably be this week. I got to I got my tickets. I got my tickets. Hey though. man, yeah, that's hey. All you need to do is make it to the big dance, and then uh, you know it's it just from there. Just pray to God that you have some some continuity on your team. You know, I, it, that's the thing with these best ball you know manias is that like as long I just want as many teams as I can to make it with as many different players as I can so that hopefully one of these right. can cash a good amount you know like that's that's the ultimate goal so so we'll see but yeah I got some pretty good teams I feel good about all right right on right on well let's head out for the night here we got uh looks like did Indy just turn the ball over again Hopefully a rougher evening for the Colts. I have Dallas Moneyline. Would really like to bring home that three-legger from today after a rockin' rocky, rockin' Sunday loss on props. So anything to close out with the fans before we uh, head out? Uh, No. I mean, just, uh, you know, make sure you keep watching for our content. We're bringing out content every single day, Uh, you know, articles, 
podcast, you know, obviously on YouTube live here. So catch us all the time. DM us with any questions. Uh, if anybody does want to get signed up for the Best Bets newsletter, find me uh, right here. That's my Twitter handle. Get at me. Uh, DM me. Uh, we can get you added to the distro list because we are firing on all cylinders right now as a company with our free bets. So please get in there. Absolutely free. You can get free, free money. Come join us. Yeah, absolutely. Also, go jump in our Discord. We're yes. always talking fantasy football. Whether you have questions or you just want to, you know, talk some shit about someone else's uh, fantasy team or NFL team, we're we're always there for it. So mm-hmm. jump in. You can also follow me on Twitter at sgpnjb. We'll be back next week as we roll into the fantasy football finals or mm. playoffs, I should say, and then into the finals here in the uh, in the upcoming weeks. So it's a, an exciting time in fantasy football. We appreciate everybody riding along with us. Take care, be well, be good. And if you can't be good, be good at it. We'll see you.